Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Drone Out. Tonight Hello. we are joined by Andrew Slash Frank. Hello. You seem in a lot better mood. Apparently you were in a bad mood. But... Oh yeah. Oh, you know, I'm ready to kill things and then I hit Let's Go Live and I'm fine. Okay. Uh, Andy RC. Good evening, everyone. I know why Andrew's happy. It's because he's been on telly since the last time. Yeah, that was fun. We're amongst the celebrity. That was (laughs) going to be one of our topics for tonight. Did I ruin it? Is this why he's grown a beard, so he's a bit more incognito? No, that's because I've literally, like, just been in meetings every evening since then. (laughs) All right. I, I did mention you could shave in the morning, but, you know, it's up to you. Uh, we're joined... I, I need to sleep then. <laughs> joined by Ed Bruce Radcliffe. Evening all. Hello, hello, hello. NJ Tech. Who are you lot? What are you all doing in my house? <laughs> How was the sandwich? It was good. I was trying to be very discreet about the very last one. <laughs> now everyone knows. Chicken and chorizo before someone asked in the comments. What? This is why we were late. He held up, a, <laughs> held up a brand new sandwich. It was like, we're not going live till I finish this. Everyone's favourite My Little Pony. Bonjour. Uh, also, you may hear that I, I've changed the editing style where we've got normal beeps and ESC beeps. Tony finds it very annoying when I use the normal beeps. So now, every time Tony swears in an episode... His beeps will be the normal beeps until he can survive episodes without swearing. I thought you were going to have to stop the swearing completely to get monetized. Yeah, it would be nice one day. Um, uh, <laughs> well, that's today's one done then, isn't it? Imagine if you didn't have to edit it. That would be amazing. The super chat is turned on. <laughs> Jack, if, if you do them stupid beeps and not the ESC beeps, I'm not going to pre-edit it before you do. That's fine. I, I, I edit it. Fine. Everything. You're on your own now, then. Do you, know, do you know what, right? He was like, oh, he called me lazy, right, after I edited a one-hour and 45-minute show. He oh, called you, me lazy. You go crazy. You go crazy there, Jack. That's like you working an extra 45 hours without getting paid. <laughs> Um, That's almost an hour that I, I did. I actually for free. had to have a job and go to work. You had all day, but you still moaned about an hour and a half. I had to go to work. Oh my god! Oh, what have I got to? Do? Oh, I better stay up till three in the morning and see if people watch me gay farming. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Right, he's no longer my friend. Yes. Uh, my my number one friend, Curry Kitten. Hello. Ooh, best friend. Ooh. <laughs> it, now take, it now takes about 15 minutes <laughs> to go through everybody's intro. <laughs> well, there was a good 10 minutes of me and Tony bickering. People like that. Yeah, I've heard from EMF. Well, let's put it to them. People, do you like that? If so, comment below. Here, this is, this is another argument topic. Tony, if we were on Twitch right now, I've installed the poll app and we could put a poll in the chat instead of using straw poll. 
course. Wow. Let's all go move over, even though we spent years building it up on this platform. But next week after the show, if anyone's <laughs> interested in this content, sign up to our Patreon and you can get the link to things. Can I just interrupt? How many of you guys have got this now? No, I haven't bought mine yet. I do have a copy of Drone Magazine. Hooray. Guess yeah. who phoned someone to see whether he wanted me to pick up a copy, but then didn't answer or phone me back for a week and a half? Who was that? Who do you think? My ex-friend. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, ring, ring. Oh, I see him again. No, thanks. There you go. There's I was waiting for my real friends to ring. And hey! I, I, it's, and Tony's listed as vegetarian, I noticed. <laughs> yes, that's Jack's idea of fun. Look, they wouldn't let me call you my Baldrick to my Black Adder. So, therefore, I had to settle with a uh, hetero life mate, and they changed that to friend. And <laughs> or, No, hetero life buddy they changed it to. So I wasn't allowed to use the word mate. And why? Who says I don't know? Who it's says just... what the editors of the magazine, yeah, yeah. So, and I thought, well, how can I annoy him? So, I thought the number one thing vegans cannot stand is being mistaken for vegetarians. Correct. So <laughs> that's what I did. So, very so nice. You, you can Jack. see why. What, what confused me is what it says about Jack, though, because I... I, it, I paid him a lot of money to write that. It seems like they're talking about a different person to me. It says here, enthusiastic, <laughs> knowledgeable. I'll give you that. Oh, you yeah, it's all right. Hang on. Generous. Generous. I send you chocolate biscuits. Yeah, and you also, <laughs> you also write abuse on the side of the box about my family and say that you're looking at me from afar. <laughs> <laughs> I do Generous uh, With a sense of humour that will make a sailor blush Yeah that bit is right. Statements Or a listener or guest Yeah so. Yeah. You were sp- you sp- supposed to send me and Tony something And you haven't Is that why mine, mine just is random then I didn't realise I was meant to send something I didn't even know I, I, I was going to be in it but that's fine. So this was this was from... thrown out. Will I be in it? <laughs> this is from no, when I uh... didn't know. I didn't know the magazine was being written. It doesn't matter anyway. But do you not remember when Adam came on and talked to all of us and said I'm writing a piece for the drone magazine? No, I've obviously. Oh no. my god! Are you I think like oh, that was the time you were drunk. What was that term? I think you were drunk that day. Oh, was I? Not proper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob, Rob is now. By the way. um you are on auto host, so if you tweet, if you stream on Twitch, you'll get auto hosted by LDI. Oh, Twitch, my new Twitch. How many followers have you got and how many years have you been on there? I have... This is, as I said before, this is a conversation for next week after the show. Let's do it now so that I can, I can no, contribute. Me and Jack are totally like opposites on this, but. Only because I said it, it's like me. Oh, kiss is good. No, it's not because you said it was good. No, I actually did not fly kiss for three years just to piss you off. 
You are Sorry. moving over to Twitch. Is that what's happening? No, depends we don't know. what we decide after the show next week. Can oh, <laughs> we yeah. stop annoying Frank? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my opinion now. I think you should dual stream on Twitch and on... and get kicked off both. Yeah. In Drone Magazine, that was good. I enjoyed that. That's that's the <laughs> second time in this year. Stop changing the subject, Andrew. <laughs> Frank, I'm Colin, pulling us back on subjects. Hey, away from the... some of us went to Hobby King Live at the weekend. Oh, yes, I, we I... did. Did we? <laughs> and, and somebody came up with. I don't know why he didn't turn up. We won't talk about that. Apparently, he was finding the truth, like the <laughs> Da Vinci Code or something. <laughs> Who didn't turn well, up? You too demented. He was being Tom Cruise in uh, in that film. Whereas you can't handle the truth. Yeah. All I saw was Jack with a GoPro, and that, and that is a very, very dangerous thing to. Well, it's probably just do. got a load of arses of dogs on it. That's all that. When he, I gave him my GoPro at Western, and it was just 36 gig of dogs' bombs. <laughs> <laughs> ben Sweeney in the chat said, Oh, Andy's bed just moved. Hmm, what's that? No idea. No comments. You got the movers in, Andy? Yeah, must be if the wind. If we get the super chat going. <laughs> must be the wind. I think I got a window open, so probably that. Look at him trying to take up as much room as possible. <laughs> Go to the camera, Andy. Ah, I'm using a really um, narrow field of view camera as well. Is the blow-up doll deflating? <laughs> I didn't say that. And Ed doesn't know, so it's fine. He's just... Can we... Moving on. Yeah. So, so Twitch, is it, that you're going to... No, I've I mean, I mean, moved on from Twitch. That's I'll tell you right after. now, there's twitching on me at the moment. Let's carry on. Move on, shall we? What's all this FPV police thing about? Right, come on. That's it Hobby now. King. No, Hobby King. Tony was meant to be there. We were meant to go camping, and he bailed. So I bailed too. Um, so we ended up going there. There was me, Jack, and... Curry went there on the Saturday morning. Um, Didn't it rain? It was raining here. It was. It wasn't brilliant. Not that far up north. But it's it's not up north. Jack said, "Ah, come meet me. Come meet me. I'm 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 in Ipswich. I'm up north. It's like three and a half hours (laughs) away from me." I'm like, "Uh, I don't think you know where up north is, Jack. Well, it was past the M25, right past (laughs) London. How north do you want to be? Yeah. Yeah, that is bloody north. But we met some good people, and I discovered a new way of Zen meditation through the means of scale RC bulldozers and stuff. We went in this tent, and they have this like this little mini city, and they're all driving like trucks around, and one guy's picking up dirt, and he's putting it in a truck. And it's the most chill-out thing you can ever do. And whenever we came up to take the piss... Like, if you crash, does a recovery truck come to get you? Or if you if you speed, does the police pull you over? Thinking we were being clever, they're like, yeah, that happened. If you can think of it, they've done it. It is my new special thing. It's my special little place. If I, if I want to chill, I just think of picking up dirt, putting it in a little truck. Are we going yeah. to see some, re- some reviews of many JCBs on, yeah. on Curry Kitten's channel? And if, if one I'd go out and do the garden really, really slowly. What I can think of are the doozers from Fraggle Rock when you're, when you're describing that. Yeah. 
No, honestly, like one fell over near me, so I went to pick it up, and someone like smacked my hand. I was like, "No hand of God!" And I was like scared. <laughs> I didn't know what they were talking about, and I hid behind curry kitten. <laughs> I saw a picture of Jack breaking into a lorry. What was that about? Oh, we'll get onto that. So, um... I didn't break into it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we we met quite a few people that are in the chat. I think. I recognise Ladders was there. Taz. Taz was there. Taz did some ben. amazing line of sight flying. I mean, that was... And I've already asked him yeah, to teach Tony, and he said he would. There we go, I think Tony. I know Taz. <laughs> if it's the same one. Yeah, it is. I do know him. Okay, well, I think I know one. <laughs> so 50% chance yeah. Um, yeah uh what else we we decided to stay away from the auction because we didn't want to go home broke but um uh i believe both jack and curry got some bits out of the auction through ladders yeah we got okay. of stuff by then is i got huge huge things like this it's it's got the best label on it ever. It just says faulty, beware. But it is um I haven't tried it yet, but I need to uh, another free to build a really big quad or it's gonna be on a like a skateboard or something. If it works, it might just blow up. There's not an awful lot to go wrong with those unless there's some you know, one particular winding's done very badly, but just pull the can off and have a look at it. Uh, they're so simple, you'd probably fix that. I'd, I'd stick that on a bike. That looks pretty meaty. I thought that was good enough for a bike, and it goes quite well with this 250 uh, amp ESC. Nice. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Which is just frightening. Is huge. Look at the caps on it. Like, whoa. This is with Tom Stanton's. Uh... That's, that's eight AWG wire. <laughs> Amazing. Well, single figures. You're going to have to solder that with a blowtorch. I'll just get Tony to do it. You can just twist some wires together and use sellotape for me. TS100, mate. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you got the Type-C one, haven't you, now? I have. Yeah, yeah. I got the TS80 through. Um, I've only done a bit of testing with it. Unfortunately, they didn't send me the one with the chisel tip. It's the one with the needle tip, so there's only so much I can do in terms of temperature testing it. But... Um, it's it's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm surprised. Oh, yeah, it's cool. It. Yeah, but if you you need a quick charge three source because it needs to run at nine volts, not five. Just because it's USB doesn't mean it's five. It's actually nine volts, two amps. So a quick charge three battery pack or a quick charge three Samsung adapter or something like that. But it works great. <clears throat> Impressed so far. Sorry to change the subject, but have any of you guys messed around with this R9 long-range module yet? Because they've reduced the price to, like, 30 quid, haven't they? That's crazy cheap. I've got a dispatch notice for some coming in. Yeah, um, I got... uh, Somebody pinged me in the week and said that they keep getting fail-safes with it, and they're, they're turning up with the international firmware on it and they're using that and i wondered if that's because it's on 900 possible 
They're what else getting is like, on 900 in the UK that actually a mobile phone network. Is it? Is it really? In which mm. case, that's probably a very good reason why you might be getting fail safe. Yeah. yeah. There's my yeah. something Just to look at. Flash the EU and get it on 868 pronto. I received a very interesting model today that's come with the uh, long-range receiver. This is the... Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to see it. This is the um, iRange IH3. This is this is the antenna for the long range. I'm going to say now that might hit the props. Yeah, I, I feel the prop <laughs> strikes coming on somehow. I think, I think you're supposed to bend it down yeah. like that. But it's just uh, like a massive moustache. <laughs> yeah, I can't. It's that that's a split mini, by the way. In there, yeah. so it comes like this. We've got two huge capacitors on the back, and uh, yeah. Interesting one, but I'm waiting for my module, so I can't fly it yet. Who makes it? What's the make? Uh, iFlight. iFlight. Never heard of them. Yeah, so should be an interesting one. So that's what I'm going to be testing. And that's on FlySky protocol, is it? Uh, sorry, um, FR Sky Long Range Protocol. Yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't understand it at first because um, I tried to bind it, and I thought, oh, that's an unusual aerial plate because the the long range receivers look exactly the same as the the xm yeah and you know what i tested one of those and they work really really well what was that uh, what the long range receiver yeah the lr protocol yeah oh, on, right. on fr sky and it worked great um so yeah that's that's interesting well are we, it, hang on. are we talking about like the lr9 as opposed to the r9 no the r9 this is this is the, a, the receivers are they're about the same price as the xm plus and they're about the same size as well. The only thing is that, yeah, it came flash with the international version as well. So I think there's going to be lots of, I think we, there's going to be issues for us because I don't think we're actually going to be able to use the international version because it's, whereas on the other Free Sky stuff, we can use the international version even though we're not supposed to. So it could be a problem for having to flash all the receivers because all the receivers are going to come with international. I did, I did notice one thing is that um, because I was looking at getting some of these in, I saw that it was a firmware, it was called something like the, the Flex firmware or something, which will allow you to switch between the two uh, 868 or 915 at various power levels. So it's kind of like you can you can have the best of both worlds. You can run at whatever frequency you like at whatever power you like. Yeah, but don't you have to flash the firmware, though, to the... Yeah, you have to flash the firmware, obviously. Every time to the receiver as well. Oh, well... Unlike Crossfire, which does it automatically. Oh, I see, because the receiver's wired into it. That's then a pain to rip out and... Exactly. That's that's very strange to be doing that across those two frequencies that wide apart. I mean, because they're doing... Most modern RCs doing spread, spread spectrum frequency hopping anyway but within a much narrow corridor. So that's kind of weird that they offer it over such differences, oh, they're, they're 8, 8, saying, 900. They're not saying you can like have the spread figure, but they're saying basically because it was that you had to flash the firmware either at 915 or 868, and then the power levels were limited depending on what you use. So right. they've come out with this firmware which allows you to basically hot swap between the two. Oh, I see. At any power level you want. So it's kind of like... Okay. This is the official C version, which will run at 25 milliwatts, but we've bought out this version for, oh, we don't know who, but yeah. we'll run at whatever you like. Well, I, I thoroughly recommend to anyone watching this in the EU, please stay on 868 because uh, we, we we upset enough people. Don't don't start using mobile network 
Also, okay. I, think, I don't think you're going to be able to, is what I'm and, saying. And te technically, 868's a very fractionally longer and lower frequency, and therefore slightly yeah. better. Yeah, mm. slightly better. It's fractional. Some of the Fraser's just put in the chat regarding the Flex firmware. He's saying that uh, they've released the Flex firmware that allows 25 milliwatt, but not the version of OpenTX that supports it. Yeah, it's it's it needs 2.2.3, I think, and that wasn't out yet when I last looked which is interesting because it's like, hey, we've got this amazing feature released in this unreleased version of uh, OpenTX. Can't you get the beta version? I don't know. So I, I still haven't got my modules yet anyway, so it's like I was looking into it to find out stuff about it, but that's as far as I got. You can probably pull it from uh, GitHub. Maybe. Right, Frank, we have gone disastrously off topic. No, so this, this, is, this, this is fine. We've accidentally gone on to drones and stuff. Yeah. Bumholes. There, oh, that should be enough to... Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't say that when you got hold of the PA mic on Saturday. Oh, uh, yeah. Curry oh, God, he didn't, me did he? For my dramatic Some, pause. Somebody it's just like Jack. Here's Jack on, on a PA, and I'll do the dramatic pause for you. Uh, can the FPV guys land? Because... There's a full scale and <laughs> I did not say that. You, you might need to get down so they'd be safe. <laughs> it's just as... no. I said it's like it wants to be a millionaire or something. Size aircraft taking off. You know, it it takes a lot for me not to scream at them. Abuse. There was a definite massive pause. Yeah, there was a big pause. It was like because there's a full scale. You didn't notice land. I think he was having a little panic attack in the middle because that's what I would have done. Definitely. <laughs> that's what yeah. it was. Or he forgot. What, I have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that sometimes. Right, so carry on then, Hobby King. What, what do you want to show us? Uh... Boom! Oh. Hold on. Woo! Thank you, Underflute. <laughs> Underflute dropped another killer $20 in the chat. Jack's going to slit his wrist. This is all good. Keep dropping them. <laughs> I've still got to send you that one from last week. Are you guys going to do that? I was going to send no, you over. No, it's not allowed in my house anymore. Uh, Why? Because I hate his guts. I think it can um, still work. Send it to Tony. For a start, was Jack to watch the live stream of Tony putting it together. No, the no, the deal was they got to be together and review it together. Because I'm sending it. It's Obviously, my fucking wrists. Stop swearing. Oh, what? Because you're the editor now. No. no. Did anyone just spot that super chat, or have I just missed it? Because I was paying attention. To no. Yeah, no. that's what no. they want. Did you get distracted by another that? sandwich or something? No, I've, I've eaten that. That's what they're arguing about. Why won't Tony go to Jack's house? Luke said stay on YouTube. I think that's a reference to don't go over to Twitch. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, huge thank you to Underflute. That was very cool of you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. We can dare Tony to do for money in the super chat. <laughs> Not me. Let's pick on Jack. <laughs> the, only, the only way... I will do. I would let him in in my house to work on that project. Is if um, what you guys were talking about last week does go through and we start making more media. Apart from that, no. Well, what's Tony got to do with that though? That's nothing to do. Well, with no, he's what? just a massive hindrance. So carry on, Tony. <laughs> well, that's, that's what makes it fun, you idiot. That would be making no content. brains, is he? 
one thing though, if 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 you guys did a review of something that I sent over, that's extra content that we're talking about. Exactly. So there you go. Or is there some other reason? Jack's branching out to other things anyway, because I mean, he got us uh... peace, assholes. You got us a, a sit down, well, stand up, but in a meeting room, proper meeting room, meeting uh, uh, Hobby King with the CEO of Hobby King. So that was exciting. What? Uh, like, what? As in, like, to, as in doing something together with Hobby King? Well, we we were we were uh, Jack was being a consultant. Oh, what? <laughs> he's always yes. been a consultant. That's his thing. Who, yeah. Who's the CEO of Hobby King this week? Toby. <laughs> oh my Sorry. Sorry. that was the cattiest thing i've ever heard wow. i know like next time i see you nj i'm gonna throw a tampon at you or borrow a galaxy it was fantastic no, that uh, yeah. sorry when we told him who we were and what we did he didn't have a clue <laughs> <laughs> in his office he did have two painless 360 stickers so i put one of my stickers on top, well, not over, but higher up than painless, <laughs> just, to, just to prove I was more important than Jack put his at the bottom. Yeah. Um, Jack also managed to get us into one of the hangars on the airfield. Um, Jack almost climbed into a lovely little plane there. Um, I don't think he would have fit. Yeah, his... when you say it's get like you in, is it like <laughs> barge or breaking, or does he talk bollocks to someone until they let him in? It's it's like your technique, but without actually handing over money. Okay. Um, we'll leave it at that. Uh, what else did... Uh, I mean, there was the whole full scale doing a display. There were loads of scale stuff doing displays. There was uh, there was the bargain tent. The uh, Before the auction, there was the scratch and dent thing, which is like the most insane like Boxing Day sale you've ever seen, where people literally were going like this and picking up... Where, when it... It was first there because um, you guys were a bit later than me. People were going out and like boxes up to their chins trying to balance because they basically had loads of like tyrannuses and fat sharks and they had minor defects and they were like being sold for like 20 quid. A guy got a pair of HDOs for 80 quid because it said they had hair in the optics. Wow! We, we all looked through them, and nobody could see the any guy, defect in them at all. The guy who who had those does realise he could have sent them back to Fat Shark, right? Don't tell anyone that. <laughs> well, the guy that got them could just send them back to Fat Shark. I mean, That's what I meant. people were coming out with like five pairs of Fat Sharks. Do you, do you reckon the guy? I can imagine the guy at Hobby King who's decided that those HDOs are defective just has a really long fringe. <laughs> <laughs> 80 pounds is another set no these are bad loads of them gone right i've got i've just downloaded an app so we can well, make grinder <laughs> no that's your favorite app jack made you a profile any, that's why any uh did you make him a profile really yep um Big many, Tony. surprise me how many hits probably DTF. all the hits <laughs> I'm, like, sign, so I'm, I'm doing a sign. I'm a window so cleaner. We, Get up my we... ladder, if you know what I mean. Very, very good. Sorry, Tony, what are you saying? Fire engine three. Oh, ladders are saying there's a body in Andy RC's bed. Andy, have you killed somebody? No. <laughs> 
Ben Sweeney asked in the chat earlier. It work. Andrew slash Frank, can we expect to see any more of you on the TV this weekend? Really enjoyed the English win. Yes, it's on every Sunday for the next two weeks. Yeah, that was awesome. Yay. That was really good. I, I watched the first episode. Um, what did it label you as? I can't remember. You Design had engineer. Design engineer. Design engineer. Yeah. Oh, God. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and we had a little uh catch up with a a few of us that um were on that at the hobby king event as well uh but yeah that was good fun enjoyed that and yet gave me a go on his electric bike which i enjoyed greatly and i am definitely getting one for mini air show okay this is the new noise when someone drops some dollar tony don't That is what's happening. That is uh, the button I'm going to press if uh, someone drops money. Okay. Well, that's that's ended super chat then. Um, <laughs> you've got I to think ruin it's making it better. <laughs> Sorry, but oh should God, we? Uh, he's literally Richard Hammond, and I hate his guts. <laughs> should we show people the size what? of a hamster? Sorry. Someone drop a pound. No. Should we show people what happened uh, after our meeting with the CEO of Hobby King? Why don't we? What you what what talked us into after that? I'll uh, make the things happen. Uh, hold on a second. You don't want that. You... IMC Creations. Hello. Uh... Oh, oh, uh, he's listening back to some old episodes as well. That was, when, that was when we were friends, Jack. Yeah. So why, aren't, why aren't you friends anymore? I mean, you've never real been real friends, but, I mean, why, why won't you even let each other in each other's house? I, well, I, ne- I will let him in my house. Exactly. It'll be fine. What's, what's going on? Oh, someone doesn't run ad block. You're a real nice guy, Frank. Are we ready? No. Is it working? Uh, you've got a fresh pie. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right, we have stolen the... We're not going to floor it. How are you finding it? It's bizarre. I've always loved this. This towed a caravan. <laughs> I like the fact that when we decided to steal the car, Jack decided I would drive. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Not working very well, is it? Wow, no. drop frames. <laughs> You're the most sensitive. Frames. Just uh, upload it to the Frank, YouTube. Frank, you've got a bloody rally driver. So, if you Why haven't wasn't noticed, Colin in the front? Because can we look at the van? To can we drive the van? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking he could steal the van. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> oh, you didn't see me. I swear to God, don't kill me. Yep, so we've stolen the Hobby King van. <laughs> You'll never take me alive, Hobby King. Oh. <laughs> see, if Andy RC was there, I would have held him out like that. What do we do I don't know. <laughs> never let go. Yes, that's an interesting slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> Describing 
Some, somehow we managed to get hold of the fan. I think it was it's because we were just robot. talking to the boss and the staff somehow decided we must be important in some way and just gave us the keys, which was weird. Yeah, Very I could, weird. I, 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 couldn't, I didn't want to drive it in case I broke it. And uh, I can't let Frank drive it because you know what happens when Frank drives stuff. <laughs> so, Curry Kitten, you were elected as the driver. Yeah, and it only took about 10 minutes to reverse it out of that horrific space it was in. So I don't need to speculate hard to guess what Jack was handing over instead. Well, are you accusing me of something? (laughs) Yes. um, So seeing as now on the run from the police, uh, we thought we'd get our mole in. What a great intro. What a great segue there. I try. Time to wake up, Ed. (laughs) <laughs> cool alright so I think how many episodes ago was it when you guys were chatting about legislation and whatnot? was that three two or three Ooh, uh, now you're asking yeah uh, some number some number um, I I thought after listening to that there was quite a lot of speculation as to enforcement and potential lack thereof and I thought I would corner a few friends of mine that are in various forces around the country and get their take on it. And it's thrown up a couple of interesting things. Um, so where, where should we start? Uh, police force, when they are given any new legislation are faced with um, changing the procedures on the ground, uh, have an enormous amount of admin and the knowledge interesting part which I, I didn't really appreciate is when you've got specialist knowledge um, several things tend to happen in the forces one of which that we've seen already is that you get whole new departments set up um, so I think uh, the Met and I think Dorset have a drone drone um, uh, a drone section to their, to their force and that's given them a couple of things well as bit of a publicity stunt is in some eyes in the skies um, but it also gives means that some of the um, officers on that force actually have uh, a proper working knowledge of all the legislation that, that affects us uh, in its entirety um, which is great um, because some forces are going to be in a position where at the end of the phone They've got an expert that when they get a complaint coming in, they can consult and they'll get an idea as to whether they need to respond to it or not. So they can judge whether the complaint, uh, say Mrs Higgins from number 53 is complaining about a drone being flown in the park and she just doesn't like it and that's the base of a complaint or whether there's actually a sort of genuine threat to... um, uh, goodness knows what, but um, they're able to make that call. Not all um, forces have got that at the moment, and certainly we don't really know what the new legislation is going to look like other than I think we're going to have to register. There's been some guidance released on various heights and whatnot. Um, has there been any update at all as to, as to what the um, registration, what the new procedure is going to look like anytime soon? Has anyone got any more info on that? Uh, it's not going to be out until probably this time next year. 
Um, they're still putting it out to tender as to who's actually going to put it together, who's going to be running it. It's going to be the CAA are going to be responsible for it, but who actually builds the system and how it's actually going to look, we don't know yet. Okay, so whatever happens, there's going to be an awful lot of red tape. It's going to be an awful. In fact, part of that comes out of sorry yeah. the the consultation that is still open until the end of this week. You have mere days to respond to the consultation and tell them how this should work. Yeah. Um, so go to uh, the link, which I can't immediately remember, but I will find now. Uh, it's um, what is it? Because it's something or other slash s slash drones, and it, we've posted it on our Facebook feed lately. So I'm going to quickly go to our Facebook page and find that link. I mean, I've said it many times on the show already, but it's important because it's they're actually asking for input on how this should work. So we should actually take that opportunity and show that we care and that they need to make sure it's sensible. Um, because as Curry and many other people have already said in their videos about this, like you can tell that it's it's not being written by people who really understand how this sort of stuff works particularly. So it's smartsurvey.co.uk forward slash s forward slash drones. So smart survey is the key thing there. Sorry. No, 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 that's cool. Everyone, everyone absolutely getting there and fill it out. It's important. I, um, I hope everyone's done it because it's, um, I think Andrew, I quite saw from you the other day was um, never, never give credit to people. Uh, I can't remember the exact words when you were saying, you know, talking about um, the government sort of doing everything deliberately to make our lives hell. But you sort of said, well, don't confuse that with incompetence. And that incompetence will probably come if we don't feedback enough, especially, and if there's lots of lobbying from commercial entities. Um, but getting off getting off track there. So the, the angle I've been taking with chatting to uh, various friends and various forces is what happens uh, for them when they get new legislation through and, and how it affects their... Um, their day-to-day -day. and it's very much that um, there'll be individuals uh, or consultants within each force that that kind of get the information and it's highly unlikely with a specialist area like um, like drone flying or model flying in particular that an officer on on a beat uh, will actually know the legislation off heart so there's a couple of recommendations that have come off the back of that and certainly in, in initial days and this applies more to the freelance uh, to freelance freelance pilots, that's many, uh, freestyle pilots who are <laughs> in rural areas, um, one of the suggestions might well be to actually um, carry a cheat sheet uh, of some, some key facts that sort of prove that uh, it's as long as you're flying within the letter of the law, which of course everyone does, um, but it's a sort of proof that um, not on a sort of an, uh, an opposition way if you ever, ever end up chatting, chatting to a police officer, but Bear in mind that that police officer that comes responds to a complaint or may happen to be wandering past an area um, is probably going to be as much in the dark as any other member of the public. So if you can if you can provide actual letter of the law to them um, in a helpful manner, so that actually under this line of legislation or this code here, we're actually allowed to fly here. Um, here's some, here's some, here are the sections. If you just want to phone back with control and just double check this, you know, I'm happy to wait and all the rest of it. And it's just sort of being that that helpful thing. And I think that's going to be really crucial in the initial stages of the new legislation getting getting um. Getting do, do you know what? Do you know what, Ed? I I think 
I mean, is there anything like that on FPV UK at the minute? Because you could literally on one sheet of A4 laminated have bullet point a lot of I'm 50 metres from this. And I didn't know until quite recently it's 50 metres, but 30 metres when taking off and landing. Um, There's all these little things that if it was all down there, not only would it be a good reminder to yourself to just think a little bit about where you're flying and if you were possibly opposed by anyone what your comebacks would be and being able to present that. So I think it's a good thing to have on you anyway. But I'm surprised there's not something on the sheet of paper out in the wild already. And if there is, please link it, someone, um, or maybe suggest we get something up ourselves to be able to do that, to be able to go out and just just have that in your bag as part of your flight kit. Because I think it would diffuse so many, so many situations and, and, as you say, help inform helping form an officer who's not in the know and wouldn't it be great even if you did have an officer not in the know that you could say actually i've got a spare one do you want to keep that with you yeah absolutely the um the 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 line i've got from from one of my friends is that um the constabularies sort of can be quite lazy um and anything we can do for them or to help them goes down really really well um and it's uh i'm probably sure everyone's sort of confronted the attitude test at some point or another but um, if uh, you're ever in a, in a conversation with a police officer and it involves your actions that you're undertaking at that moment in time, being helpful is is one of the big ticks that, that goes well. So kind of adding to that, there's um, getting to the point of actually being in front of a police officer, it, it might actually be an issue in itself. Um, it's, it's, it's no secret that the police are the most stretched they've ever been uh, in recent history. Uh, Good old Tories. Yeah. No, no, it's true. It's absolutely true. The the numbers are cut. So um, I'm, I won't tell you which force it is, um, but one of the rural forces in a 18-mile uh, uh, radius uh, the other night um, had only four officers in two patrol cars during an eight-hour period on patrol. This is the new sector policing that was brought in a number of years ago. And the sector policing, when it had uh, numbers, when the police had numbers and had many patrol cars, was great. Um, but when there's so few of them going around, um, their priority is very much saving people's lives, uh, kids getting hurt, um, you know, uh, responding to domestic violence, you know, the, the, the higher grade uh, crimes uh, more in their focus. So that then question, my next question was, well, what would it, what would it take for um, a police unit to be diverted in, you know, on a, say, if there is a shift where they are low numbers, what would it take? And there's, he said, I think frame it in two ways. There's a sort of difference between a 15 minute response, which is, uh, and an hour's response. And um, activities that take a 15 minute response typically uh, will involve um, anything to do with children. So flying in playgrounds, for example, might well uh, induce a 15-minute response if um, if there are enough complaints. Um, so that was that was something that you know I know a lot of freestyle pilots, certainly in America, you see they're, they're sort of flying around playground equipment and all the rest of it, and it is fun. But it might be when the new legislation comes in that might and it. And the press is going to pick up on this. You know, it's the press are already picking up on it. But as it gets more pumped into the news, areas like playgrounds might be sort of a, a bit of a, a 
torch for some people to start phoning complaints in. Um, but on another side of things, the, one of the guys mentioned that, um, again, helping the police in this way might be a good thing. So if you're planning a day's flying and you know you're going to be in areas and you know you're within your rights to fly, he actually suggested phoning the local control room. Um, now, we're all going to be registered, so you're going to be able to give your uh, drone registration number unless you're flying under 250, but regardless, um, actually informing the local control room of what it is you're doing, where you're going to be. Um, so when they get a call through and they get a complaint and it's it's got nothing to do with anybody's safety and you're just enjoying a day's flying on the cliffs or what have you or on a beach and you're not being an idiot and you're not flying over people, you know, being good flyers, um, you can get a reference number from the control room uh, and when the when the control room responds to a complaint, they can say, oh, yeah, we, we know the guys are operating there. Um, that, that they're, so, you know, they've already got the information that they're, they may be able to bat that off and then not have to divert much needed resources for someone to go and see someone. So I thought that was that was quite interesting. Now, I don't know what you guys think. Would you guys ever sort of be minded to, to phone ahead for a, for a day's freestyle flying? If, if... I, I think that's probably something, it, because there's this danger of taking the recreation out of it when all of a sudden there's this level of, of preparation and organisation put into it. And I think that would probably scare people off or maybe get people to think more about... Uh, and I'd certainly something I've been more recently focusing on is is the best possible performing freestyle quad I can build under 250 grams yeah. uh, to kind of escape having to deal with this, uh, you know, responsibility. And I say that in that way because... <laughs> As I said, there's there's a whole load of legislation that's potentially affecting uh, as a preventative measure for something of a, of a problem that's not there, if you like. There, there isn't a big history of accidents and a history of, of aircraft getting blown out of the sky by drones. And so it's this is what's making this all particularly unattractive, I feel. But, yeah, I, I think if it was more, say if there was a, a group of five or six of you, and you were going to one area and you knew it was fine and there's going to be minimum people around. And, and as part of organising that, it was just put a quick call into the local tower to let them know you're going to be there doing that. I don't think it would be – I wouldn't find that a problem. I think the more accessible way would be the app. As yeah, I was going to say, isn't, isn't there an app that already you can That's, already do that? I'm just going to clarify something. Sorry, I wasn't when I say control, I wasn't referring to air traffic control. I was actually referring to the local constabulary control oh okay really yeah 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 so just just as a this was this was one of one of the guys i spoke to um one of his suggestions uh, should the media ferrari get a bit a bit hot and everyone starts hating drones even more than they do already but i've got, i'm the same mind as you nj i think that takes the spontaneity out of it and actually does take the fun a little bit away from it so it's it's one of those things that was it was nice to hear i think my takeaway from that is is very much that the police don't want to stop us having fun they just want to know more about it and any, any information we can provide to them so is the feeling ed that um because people have taken this on board in in one of two ways um a whole bunch of them have said it doesn't really matter what this consultation comes out because the police are overstretched you know they can't investigate burglaries properly 
they're not going to have time to go and look at drones. And on the other side, you've got the more cynical things thinking, actually, police uh, are about getting arrest targets and getting things done. If RC flying people are an easy target, are they going to go out because they know, oh, they're going to be stood there flying stuff, we'll arrest them and we've, we've solved the crime? I can't speak to arrest targets. That's nothing that ever came up in conversation. And I have to say, in all the conversations I've ever had with my friends who are on the force, I've never heard any of them mention arrest targets. I, I suspect that's something that's... I, I would like to see proof if there, if there is such a thing. Um, if anyone can link in, in the chat, um, then I'd like to see that. But it's never come up in conversation. I don't know if they have arrest targets. Certainly, you see... Um the amount of percentage of crime solved is, is something that pops up on the news occasionally and says here's the amount of violent crimes that are reported and solved and burglaries and etc and they break it down to that yeah so it, it, i don't know if it's a, a it could be interpreted about um if the police force want to make their numbers look better they can just go and, and get a bunch of people like they, they sometimes do big like let's get all the speeding motorists and uh and get a whole bunch of guys at the same time. On an incredibly practical level, um, like the speeding motorist thing, for example, is there's a whole uh, section of the police called traffic. Um, that's you know that's their job. That's what they do. They they are dedicated traffic officers. For your local constabulary, certainly in the rural areas, um, I, you've got to think of it in a practical term. What's more important to, to a police officer protecting the community, saving a child from domestic abuse? or going out and making their numbers look better. Now, I'll tell you from personal conversations, saving a child from domestic abuse is far higher on the list than fluffing numbers for the media. The what, what happens if they mistake Tony for a child and me abusing <laughs> him? Because he's small stature. We'll never see you again, Jack. Have to adopt him, Jack. That's the thing. They put him into a program. They, you know, I think you'll use registered keep him, and he'll be with you. But, but I'm in a program. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's. I, I think. I think the community is uh, probably at risk of um, a little bit of uh, second guessing what the police motives are. And um, something I took away from all the conversations that I've had is. That I actually felt incredibly reassured um, that they're, they're not going to be coming after us, um, certainly with the amount of numbers they've got at the moment, and they've got far more devastating things in this world to worry about. Um, they do have to respond to complaints. They absolutely do. Um, it's, but it's like I say, it's the difference between a 15-minute 15 15-minute 15 response and an hour's response. Um, all the advice across the line is, you know, don't endanger lives. Don't give the impression that you're spying on children. Um, uh, Has Jack done then? Yeah. <laughs> but there was there was something something really positive that um, I think it's probably my last thing that came that came on to uh, out of the conversation. Should I say so? The police um, actually get uh, guidance from across all forces, so pan force guidance from a central central uh, position and that is the College of Policing. They set the police's code of conduct and um, they're also going to become the professional body for the police and that professional body like any professional body has sort of continuing um, professional development and one of the suggestions that came out of the conversation was actually well why don't the community create uh, a video showing 
what it's like to be an FPV pilot and what we do, what we do to keep ourselves entertained, but also show, well, look, these are the guidelines we're adhering to. We know these regulations. And this could come from the community as a whole. You know, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to throw out a little challenge to the community to sort of send in a, a 30 second clip of what you, you know, what you love about the hobby and what you, you know, what you do and where you fly and why, why is it that that location is, is okay to fly. Um, because there's a, there's a, there's a potential for a, vi for a video to be submitted as a professional development video to the college of policing that actually then gets, that get, then gets um, sent out as an advisory to, to all officers that are on patrol. So they kind of know what they're dealing with, not with the drones and the legislation and the red tape, but the people who enjoy our side of the hobby that are flying uh, for those reasons, which aren't these, you know, cameras in the sky with GPS and, uh, you know, are used for nefarious purposes. We're just a bunch of hobbyists having fun. And we have, we appear to be slightly left behind with, with the legislation. So this, when this goes through, and if it hasn't really worked in our favour, this could actually potentially be one way in which we could inform inform the police as a community together. So I don't know what you guys thought about doing something a bit proactive and actually giving the police some information from our side. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, sounds good. I think we should uh, should sort something out for that. Um, but yeah, the the other thing you were saying about about uh, sort of calling ahead to your local control, mm. um, I just thought it might be worth clarifying that you don't mean call 999 and ask for the police yes uh, just 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 no. making sure everyone understands like you can get a local landline number for your local police station and then you can call them and talk to them and they're lovely people um if you're like ed says you know you, if you're feeling particularly uh you know if you don't want any trouble from them you want to keep them on absolute best terms you can call ahead and let them know that you're going to be flying there for a for a while yeah um if you've got a regular spot it's probably worth at least knowing the local control you know finding that out finding the local number yeah. um and you know maybe you want to introduce yourself so that they actually kind of know you in advance and then it means you know if if you do have someone come up to you and start calling ag causing aggro and saying they're going to go call the police and and they go off in a half you can ring them up and be like just so you know you know been a thing it's happened i'm i'm all right don't worry about me um and that might be something that again helps the police prioritize it and keep them on our side do the police know about the app that the, you can use well this can again, this this can be this can be part of what we do to um if we were to approach the the, the police in college uh this could be part of what we can show them, you know, the inf the, the uh, information channels that we have available to us. It's the same as, as pilots, really. Um, we Because, yeah, if they get a complaint, they can go on the app and say, oh, oh, the, it's the complaint from over there, but looking in here, I can see they're all all right and they're allowed to fly there. We don't have to go and respond. Yeah, I, Andrew, just on, just on your thing of phoning the phoning the control um, about something that, you know, something that has happened. The, the whole idea of, if, as NJ says, if you're in a large group and you're going on a large group fly and you've organised it, is that if someone challenges you, you won't, and they say they're going to call the police, you won't have to phone control. It's probably better that you don't, so you're not tying up a phone line. 
they've got that information. If they decide to send an officer, it'll be because the person that's putting in the complaint is losing their shit. And it'll be more about public um, control at that point. You know, things only ever escalate when someone gets loses their loses their loses their um, loses their mind a bit. You know, it's unlikely to be us. Um, well, I hope it wouldn't be us anyway. You know, it, the the worst that will happen to us is that we have to down the the quad for a few minutes, which you know, in, at that moment can be a bit annoying. But yeah, you just do it. Just absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. Just to add, if you're going to phone control, you might actually. A little tip, as I had to once phone up in the middle of these woods to report something to the police, and trying to describe my location was really quite difficult. <laughs> so if you have a local place where you fly, yeah. try and find out what it is, because I'd just say, I'm in these woods. GPS. By this road. Yeah. I, yeah, I can give you a GPS reference, Yeah. but otherwise I don't know what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> this poor police officer on the other end had a map up trying to, trying to work out where I was from me yeah. describing how close I was to this railway and if I could see this other stuff from the other side. I think the thing that's uh, that's bothering me the, the most at the minute is I've seen this happen in two locations near where I am now. Uh, certainly when I started the hobby, there was, you know, this, this wasn't a problem, but at least two nearby have now got signs up with no drones. And it's been, I mean, one particular place, 100 and... It's about 150 acres worth of land. And literally one dog walker decided to complain, saying that the drone noise was scaring his dog off and he wasn't able to then walk with it off the leash because it would disappear for an hour. Um, and the result of that was he got the, I think it was I think it was Woodland Trust or Marston Trust. It was one of the two that then put up on the website, no drones, and they've now, and it's this whole thing of, fair use of the land it's like it's 147 acres like you're out walking your dog you're not walking 147 acres all that's required is a conversation about where are the the popular walking routes for them and is there a corner of this 147 acres perhaps we could use is there times a day we should it's just this communication breakdown between our lot and uh the dog walkers that 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 line of communication there needs to be something there to make that uh, that line of communication possible and at a level that is not just a hot-headed row of we're, we're not harming anyone or we've been walking here since forever and it's our land. And, again, it's this fair use of the land thing. But what's happening at the minute is you're, you're just getting these people appeal to whoever owns the land or regulates the land, and they're just they're just like, we don't need the hassle. We haven't got the manpower to go out and police this. The easy option is let's just throw a sign up. No more drones. Problem goes away. Yeah. You've got two. There's two points of interest there. Firstly, it's private land that you're referring to. So the guys that uh, run that trust that run the land absolutely can just do that. Mm -hmm. Um, The the second point, we we saw that down in Brighton with... um, In Valley, yeah. Valley, exactly the same scenario. And... uh, fair use issue was put up now Don would be able to explain this better but um, Don put up, put up such a good fight that in the end uh, it was um, a planning law that they got them on so they were they were they were characters individual characters involved that um, were held then on stopping any drone activity and this was a place where police were training as well really so actually had um, there's some guy, you know, guys in the police force who were learning to use drones. He said, "Yeah, absolutely, come and hire the space. It's down there." 
so it, it's it, that whole NIMBY thing is uh, is definitely an issue. So maybe that raises a, a wider point. Um, maybe our hobby, uh, as well as presenting itself well to say the College of Policing, could probably do a better job of presenting itself well to the wider, you know, the wider audience. There's a huge difference in the videos that are put out for other racing or freestyle enthusiasts because they're all sort of things that excite us, you know, heights, dives, speeds, narrow gaps, all the things that we that get us excited will just scare, scare the hell out of, you know, a, a pensioner who wants a quiet life and their field behind them not to be disturbed. They won't understand, they won't understand that that's exciting for us. And, and so I'm kind of not surprised that these things happen because one world sees it as reckless and another world sees it as entertaining. And it's it's an age old problem. It's not just it's not just drains when you know motorbikes have have the same thing. Jet skis have exactly the same thing. Skateboarders have had it forever. Yeah, it's it's been like this time memorial. The um I think the the chat I had with with the guys about potentially um getting together and creating a community video for the College of Policing would actually do two jobs. Maybe that would go on further and actually give us something that we could send out to uh, landowners like trusts who own large land with public access um, and maybe they would then sympathise a bit and sort of give us a corner. The key to the, the bit, the experience you had in your area was it happened after the horse had bolted. So it's too late by that point. Mm-hmm. Gone up, dogs got scared, complaints gone in um, and that's it, it's got shut down. People who, who own land like that or say trust that own land, um, maybe we can maybe we can be the first in there with a positive story. Well, I think you're right. It is sadly it is a case of having to educate these people. I mean, you, you I, I educate people all the time. The amount of, of I get more people walking by interested that want to look through the goggles and have a massive smile on their face than I. I mean, this was in this one area. I think this is probably three four years of flying down there, this was the first time I'd ever had someone say, you you can't be here and have a problem. And the result of that one person in four years was to then get it banned. And and I think part of the problem is, in fact, as you were saying, that the only point of reference that maybe places like the Woodland Trust and people that aren't even really in the know about what we're doing have is the buzzword of the media which is always very negative very drones are going to kill the world so there is this whole education thing I and mean, if we were able to get four or five of the trust members down and even if i was to say you know show them something like that that's a, a tiny this can freestyle and have fun and it's you know 40 grams and makes no noise at all you know it's this thing of you're classing one particular drone and applying it to the rules to all of them it's, as you say, it's an education thing, but that line of communication 100% needs opening up or more of this is just going to happen everywhere. Yes, but NJ, you can use that to spy on people because it's silent. <laughs> we did, we, we've had a sensible chat length record, I think, here. I think Which so. has just been broken, but we did really well. <laughs> no, did you know that some Hoovers have been fitted with... Um, uh, with a cap- yeah, the, the capability of <laughs> mapping your home out. And oh, sending well, that data back. Do you know what I mean? I thought, and, I thought you were going to say so you could track the amount of distance you've pushed the Hoover. <laughs> I suppose you could do, really. 
I've hoovered exactly 100 miles this week. Tony uh, probably has. Tony's well into hoovering. Also, I was thinking about making a special Let's Drone Out tea towel for Tony's FPV washing up streams. I haven't. I've only done two of them. Well, they were quite successful. <laughs> What do you think about LDO beer mats? It's good work. Ooh. You know, like the bar, sorry, bar mats, you know, the ones... You can't. Which... It's drinking and droning. You can't condone it. It's like... Yeah, have you seen this show? <laughs> yeah, we have had Bradders on, but... Uh, I don't know. Well, um, there's, there's another bit of kind of related news, because people have been in the chat, uh, a couple of people, uh, I think Rich Smythe and uh, someone else, has been talking about oh, how do we kind of encourage people to fly not dangerously as well as like a, as a kind of self policing thing of you know, encouraging you know the pilots because you know people are pulling on videos of of crazy stuff that is really not a good idea and then showing oh look we have to ban it because some people can't be trusted. Um, it's like cars though on roads, isn't it? Yeah, we'll ne- we'll never be able to eradicate that. Unfortunately, no. that's the problem. But you're right, and and you can only encourage people to fly sensibly, think about their surroundings, and and try and discourage any idiot friends they know doing stuff like that. If you know to to absolutely, first of all, not. But second of all, don't start putting it all over YouTube. You know, we're <laughs> on an uphill struggle anyway. Um, but the, the the small percentage is is of course the problem that we can probably. It's probably less than a list of 20 people worldwide that have done the big media go mad events, right? Yeah. Think how big the wider community is. It's it's always the few. Yeah. But I think part of that, I mean, personally, I think the way to encourage people to you know, play nicely and not post stupid stuff up um, is to have that kind of uh, feeling where you know you're responsible for everyone else still being able to do the hobby, um, you know, to realise that you know if if you screw it up for everyone else, then that's not helpful. Um, and so I think part of that is to be flying in in groups more often. Um, I think if we, you know, if you've got your your local group and your local site, you're going to be more protective over that than just kind of um, going anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. I think again, it's it's uh, it's it goes down to this guideline thing. We need to we need to have something printed up. I always try and fly with at least one other person. If I am ever flying on my own, it's very much out in a big open field, away from you know, nothing can sneak up on me. I can hear around me. I can you know, there's there's just nothing that's going to cause that's going to come back on me. I, I, always think uh, if you can go with someone else, the more eyes you've got on. And if the, the ideal amount's three, if a couple of you can fly and one's on the ground spotting and just rotate, then it's, then it's good. Yeah. I, I think the, the, the last thing I'd want to, I'd want to say on it all is if, if any of you guys who are listening to <clears throat> up in front of a, a police officer, don't, don't be nasty to them. Um, it's not going to be the case, but they, they're just, they're just people that have, been given an instruction from their control to find out what's going on if they if they meet someone that's uh on the defensive it's not going to help the case and they are just people too but, you know I've got quite a few of them are good mates of mine and i've been very drunk with them and they're as funny as everybody else and they're just people and it's um got some good information from them yeah, I dare say a lot of those guys, you know, some of the some of the police that I know personally are, are some of the biggest thrill seekers I know. I bet they 
probably be more fascinated by what you're doing and the gear you've got and yeah. be quite enthusiastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm arranging a day for a couple of them, actually, because the conversations have sparked some interest. And, uh, there you go. <laughs> I just have to mention that it's like a speed bike run uh, from Star Wars and then the Star Wars fan inside them, the 12-year-old boy. Just Maybe we could video them at the same time and put, them, <laughs> put their goggles on them and say, look, this is what we do. Um, yeah, yeah, can you wear the uniform? Is that all right? No reason. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It's like the uniform. Wear it for me. <laughs> me, me. Me and Tony want to borrow the handcuffs. <laughs> uh, so, note to self, don't wear my NWA shirt. we <laughs> flying. NJ, have you got a drone tattoo on your wrist? No, it was actually um, a henna, um, but I've already seen some people have noticed that, yeah, it's... Uh, just, I didn't realise that henna stuff takes a serious amount of time to come off. <laughs> a long, long time. Yeah, How does that stuff to... work? How does it's, it's... it stain skin so well? Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. I need to learn the science behind it. Right. Uh, Oi, Andy RC. He's gone. He's <laughs> You're still northern. Who's the most northern now? How the hell does Bedfordshire qualify? That's it. You're (laughs) northern, bro. Stop swearing. Just because you don't have to do some more more work, Jack. Right, come on. Bedfordshire, northern slang. (laughs) (laughs) Another word for going to bed. What is? Bedfordshire. Going to Bedfordshire. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I'm off to bed this year with you. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's there's a word, term, slang. (laughs) Right, thank you. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. You've been joined by Frank Andrew. Good night. Catch him live on (laughs) BBC... Two? Channel 4. Channel 4. On Sunday night at 8 o'clock... Till nine o'clock, UK time or BST. Can you watch Channel Four without a TV license? No, no. you're being illegal, Tony. Well, you physically can. It is possible to, but it is illegal because I haven't got any TV adverts. So it doesn't matter about the adverts. You're paying a license to view. The only way you can get round it is borrowing a laptop from your parents and then as long as you don't plug it in <laughs> to your wall socket then it's still their laptop just go around to jack's yeah that's what i'm doing yeah you've got a big tv it means you'll have to pretend to be my friend again tony oh bloody <laughs> hell <laughs> uh there's still i think this is still some figure sausage rolls for you uh uh yeah so andrew slash frank uh ed redcliffe on the way Thanks, Ed. You've been really... Boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been education. It's important. Ed, it's, it's been important, yes. Uh, NJ oh. Tech? Yes, see you all soon. Thank you very much for listening. Just one final thing. There is an LDO Discord channel, which is uh, posted... Can you post the link? It's on the Facebook page. Um, I might just hope Rob Rob is now, he's in the chat, might just put a link up for that. But 
There are quad rooms where everyone can go and chat. We're in there. There's, uh, if you need any tech support, I, don't, I check in there every so often to help. And you can post your videos and your pictures and all sorts of stuff. So if you're not on it, go and join the LDO Discord. Bye-bye from me. How what? do we get the tech support for getting Discord to work? Yeah, Frank can't get it to work. Can you help him? Can someone mod Robbie's now, Frank? Please, so he can post the link. Is that a thing I can do? You carry on. If you go to Let's Show Now, click on Robbie's now, and then thing. Uh, We've also been joined by my ex-friend, Tonestar. Bonjour. And my replacement friend and fellow car stealer, Very (laughs) good. Daddy, daddy's sausage. Don't talk over daddy. He doesn't like that. I am encouraged you're talking about sausages. It means you want meat again. Mm, Meat. You can get vegan sausages, you idiot. But then that's not a sausage, is it? It's just a rolled up bag of vegetables and rubbish. Not quite. (laughs) Better for you. Ah, says you. And uh, a a goodbye from Andy. He's had to depart early. Okay, let's get rid of the body. Was he departing or entering? (laughs) Who knows? I think he was doing both rapidly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Andy. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Telemetry lost.